0: All right, Rabbi say good morning. Let us begin. We are continuing in Merit in Os Nun Alif in Tzidka So, if you remember again, <clears throat> excuse me, yesterday we, when I say two days ago, we began, or three days ago, we began this particular Os, and Rabbi Tzadik introduced this fascinating idea, namely that the greatest accomplishment in life is not simply combating the Yitzhahara, because if a person combats the Sahara and even is successful against the Sahara, but does so on their own, without enlisting the help of the Ribbono Shalom, so Tzaddik called such a success, Sheker Achein Hayofi. It's, it's beautiful, and it's wonderful, but it's not enduring beauty. And we spoke about the idea that what Surab was really introducing us to is that although sometimes we might have thought that the pinnacle of human accomplishment is to put in hishtaglus and, quote-unquote, not to bother the ribono shel Olam until I've effectively done my part, it turns out that the path to success requires me to invite the ribono shel Olam as my partner at the beginning of any life endeavor, including combat against my Yetzirah, because it is only when you invite God as your partner that your success is true success. And that your success has the ability to endure. An incredible use sowed. So we'll say, so now, <coughs> now Tzadik gives a couple of examples of this. So we're picking up on page Kuf Khaf Aleph in the Be'oriya Hasidus, the left-hand column, bottom side, bottom of the left-hand column tis halo. literally again, so we'll say we know what these so so you know grace is grace is false Hevel hayofi beauty is vain, tis halo. a woman who fears God, she shall be praised I want to show you something amazing in the introduction we we didn 't do it inside, but the Yamarrmaekha sanhedrin actually darshans that these three statements refer to three great men. (laughs) It's interesting. So again, we'll we'll see how this is, but we're going to go through this now. So take a look. He says, What does it mean, Shaker Achein? So he says, He says, Bikach atzmo neged girui eshes potifar page kufchach beis sheker that refers to so which literally, literally again so chein, I don't have the good English word for for but I think we normally translate it as favor or or grace right so sheker so, so favor grace is is false that's a reference to Yosef Yosef in his fight against the seduction of the wife of Potifar page kufchach beis. So we will say, this is a, a very dramatic piece. So the rabbi says over here that Yosef, remember again, Yosef's battle, his, his inner battle against the seduction of the wife of Potiphar, is, is a very big discussion in Chazal. Remember again, based on the pasuk, based on the pasuk, that the Torah says that Yosef returned home. Lasos melachto. Remember again, this was Rashi says on the day when everybody was out by their avodah Zoro, right? So Yosef comes back to the house to do his work. So there's a machlokis in the Gemara. What does it mean to do his work? So one opinion says to do his work, his household responsibilities. Others say to do his work, ultimately, again, was a metaphor for the fact that he was actually ready to give in to the seduction of the wife of Potiphar. They, you know, let's say, you know, we read these stories, and sometimes, some, well, there's a couple of things. Sometimes when we read a great, about great people, we, we tend to, let me say differently on the differently. One of the beautiful things in Yiddishkeit is we do not deify people. Right? This is why the Torah Kiddosha goes out of its way to tell us about the mistakes of great people, right? You think about this. Why does the Torah have to tell us that Moshe Rabbeinu hit the rock? Right? The, man, the man, you could count the number of mistakes he made in life on one hand. I can't count the number of mistakes I've made since I've woken up on one hand. Right? He had Moshe Rabbeinu an entire lifetime. So why do you have to tell me this story? Or right, they have to tell me this right? and every single person knows mm-hmm. that Moshe Rabbeinu hit the rock. Leave the man alone. Just, just go ahead and say Moshe Rabbeinu was incredible. Something happened. He couldn't go into Eretz Yisrael. It's none of your business, right? What, what is this? You know, everything is transparent. We have to know everything. Elamai. So Rabbi Hashem understood that the notion of ascribing infallibility to a religious leader is very tempting. Is very tempting, right? It's nice, right? It's nice to say someone's infallible. It's very nice, except it's false. It's fundamentally false. No one is infallible, it's impossible. If you're human, the only, the only source of infallibility in this universe is the Ribbon HaShalom. And that's what makes HaKadosh Baruch Hu great. He doesn't make mistakes, but unless you're God, unless you're God, you're going to make mistakes. So it's fascinating. So sometimes so we have a notion of fallibility, even by the greatest of people. The other piece is, even the greatest tzaddik is a human being. And that's why the Torah Kedoshah often tells us about their struggles. The struggles of Yosef HaTzaddik with Eshes Potif Rabosei, I think that this is the kind of nisayon that 99.999% of people would fail. For one simple reason. There's a beautiful, attractive woman actively trying to seduce you every single day. Day every single day, right? The Gemara says she would change her clothing multiple times throughout the day in order to look more beautiful. Remember that by itself is an awesome, overwhelming challenge. Couple that with the fact that Yosef has no one. Yosef has no one. This ability to enter into this illicit relationship gives him a relationship with someone. With someone, his own family rejected him he 's still the hebrew servant he 's still the Hebrew slave. he has nothing he little from a relationship perspective so so besides besides the the, the just the carnal desire that 's constantly being the opportunity illicit opportunity that 's constantly being put in front of him, the ability to forge a relationship with another human being, especially an influential woman. But Yosef stands up. It was like every single day, every single day, this is happening to him. So, but yet Yosef manages to go ahead and overcome the desire, which, which also I think, is probably one from, from like from just a personal struggle perspective, probably one of the most awesome stories. In the, I was going to say Tanakh, in the entire world, in the entire universe, in the entire history of man. We're talking about dealing with personal struggles. So it's interesting, yet the Gemara says that Yosef is called Shaker Hachem. Yosef Shaker Hachem. <laughs> Yosef's Shaker Hachem? I, I, I don't understand. It's the pinnacle of human accomplishment, what he did. Yet the Gemara says Shaker Achein, which means, or remember again, it's called Shaker What does Shaker Achein mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? It means nice, very nice, but not really great. <laughs> What's the Pshat? Soreb Tzadik explains over here in the Baruch see this. He says, because Yosef, Yosef did in fact overcome the desire to, to, to be with Asia's Potiphar. But listen to this. But he did not escape the clutches of sin in totality. What does that mean? Kimushamura was saying the other after page Kufchav Beis, right hand column four lines down close over here the Gemara section so al Yosef baosa meise shat Eshes Potifar sheyadsu tipin shishvas zera mi bain yadav so the gemara gives an interesting the gemara gives an interesting lishon over here which literally means droplets of shishvas zera droplets of semen emerged from his fingertips. So to give you the rest of the context in this Gemara, the Gemara says that he was ready to sing with Asias potifar. Remember, again, if you go with the approach that that he came back to the house to go ahead and, and do his work is a metaphor for the fact that he was ready to give in to his desires. So the Gemara records two interesting ideas. And that, not si he like, he, he plunged his fingers into the earth, which, which almost sounds like what he did is he did something like physically painful in order to go ahead and remove the desires, the desire. And the Gemara says, the yatza sheikh ba'azara, been painting si And semen came out of the So, be what it means is that Yosef experienced some type of Hotza's zera. He, he he experienced some type of seminal emission as a result of the desire to be with H.S. Potifar. Somehow, somehow there was some something happened that there was some type of release of desire from Yosef. The point that Khazala the point that is making over here is that Yosef escapes the clutches of the sin. He doesn't sin with HS Potifar. But Loyatsa Naki Legamre He doesn't emerge from sin without something, right? He wasn't totally cleansed of sin. And again, Reb Tzaddik goes on and he says, we will have to stop over here. i you, this a dramatic piece. So Reb says, so why is that? Why is that? How can it be that a young man like Yosef, would assert the most dramatic self-control. The most, right? Again, like I said, I really think that 99.999% of people would fail this Nisayon. Would fail this Nisayon. A beautiful woman trying to seduce you each and every day, each and every day, you are alone in a foreign land, rejected by your family. I think if any person is honest with themselves, there is no way that a person would reject the advances of this woman. Yet he does so. And yet Rup calls it, or the Gemara calls it, Shekirachim. It's nice, but Shekirachim. Rup says, and we'll have to stop here, says, because Yosef didn't enlist the help of the Rebono Shalom to combat this Sahara. In other words, he did a great job. He did a great job. But he assumed that the only way to combat this Yitzhahara is on his own. He didn't enlist the help of the ribono shalom, And I will say, this goes back to Reb Tzavik's central theme, that when you go out to battle against the Sahara, never think for a moment you could do it on your own. We're going to see this. It's Shal Bechol Yom. I need HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help. I need God's assistance for anything and everything, which is why even when I go out to battle against the Yitzhara, the first step in that battle is to invite the Ribbon of olam to join me on that mission. And if I don't enlist the help of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even if I'm successful, even if I'm successful, my success ultimately is going to be limited. All right, so we'll stop over here. We'll pick up Emirates Hashem with, uh, with the rest of this tomorrow. What happened? Thank you. What happened? With your tennis balls? No tennis balls, right? <laughs> no. You didn't graduate the tennis balls You have to earn. You have to earn those tennis, tennis balls. Unfortunately, <laughs> man. I thought it was poor You know, you got me. Uh,